Hello. How are y'all? I feel like I haven't seen you in a long time. Sorry, that's on me. I was going for a while. Sorry, I walked into the sacristy and I see my two deacons who've been serving here so faithfully while I've been out gallivanting throughout the world, um, faithful and firm at their tasks. So very grateful, again, that this everything happens in this community almost like clockwork and the priests who come to substitute your absent father, um, they just uh, walk into a system that just works really well because so many volunteers step up and have stepped up over the last eight or nine days while I was out. So always, always amazed at what God is doing in this community through so many people. Um, the readings today, anyone notice a connection between the readings, first reading and the gospel? They both say the same thing, I think, but a little differently. The Old Testament reading, our Lord telling his people, this is how you treat the stranger, this is how you treat the widow or the, the whoever, and, and I am the Lord, and you shall do this way, and you shall not do this, you shall not treat this person this way, you shall not... There's a whole bunch of rules, and if you follow these rules, you'll do okay. And it's kind of like the way you teach your, your youngest little boy child, like, don't do that, or you'll get in trouble. Do that, and that'll be good, and you'll be rewarded. And it's like, a, follow the rules, and you'll be rewarded. You see our Lord saying the same thing in the gospel, but with a deeper understanding. The way the father of that same young boy might be able to teach the boy as, an old, as a young man. This is why I wanted you to act this way towards your brothers and sisters. This is why you were commanded to do this and not do that towards the stranger, towards the orphan, towards the widow, towards your own brother or sister. There's a deeper or a fulfillment in the New Testament of the Old Testament. There's a, a deeper insight. Before, maybe you did it out of, out of fear or reward. But now I'll show you, God says, a deeper understanding. It's out of love. It's out of a deeper relationship with Him that we are moved to treat our brothers and sisters a certain way. I was uh, pondering a little bit this concept of the kingdom of heaven. Come inherit the kingdom that was prepared for you from all eternity. What is that kingdom? Is it a place? Is it a castle in the sky? And you get your castle, and I get my mansion, and we all get our own little planet in heaven or something? I don't know. But like, I feel like the word kingdom obviously is very loaded. But one thing it seems to mean is a deeper intimacy with me that was supposed to be yours from all eternity. A deeper closeness to me that was supposed to be yours from the very beginning. You know, in Genesis, God walked with Adam and Eve so closely. Like sharing with him, maybe they had conversations about why he did what he did. Why he created the way he created. That closeness was ruptured and destroyed by sin. One of our teachers last night described like this canyon between God and man now. That relationship, that closeness was lost because of the rupture opened by sin. But our Lord came to restore that relationship, that intimacy, that kingdom that was lost, but was always made to be ours. He says, come inherit that intimacy that was always meant to be yours. That state of closeness, of a deep friendship, of being fully seen, of being fully loved. You know, you have so many shields and walls between you and your neighbor. You don't want him to see you. And he, you can't even see his heart. You judge him from the outside. You can't see me. We're separated by an abyss of sin. But I came to restore that kingdom, that intimacy. I came to show you how closely, closely I am at work in your life. I came to show you that I'm even within you. And all the blessings that I've given and bestowed upon you, 
when you use those blessings for your brother or sister, the way you treat your brother and sister, they are so my own that it's as if you are treating me that way. Don't just do it because the rule says so. What you do to my brother and sister, your brother and sister means so much to me as you mean so much to me. That what you do to them, I handle as done to me. He's inviting us to understand the inner working of things a little more. He's inviting us to, to share more the level of, of gratitude and love towards him that moves us to treat our brother or sister differently. Lord, when I see what you've done to me, how much I've meant to you, when I see, as a close friend of yours, how much my brother or sister means to you, the stranger on the street, the foreigner, the immigrant, the person in my life that I don't necessarily, on a human level, get along with, but I see how much that person means to you. Lord, you open this bridge to your heart. When I have that insight into your heart, Lord, how can I not treat my brother or sister the way you do? A little more the way you do. Even though my feelings not my, may not feel that way, because they're kind of broken. My feelings are broken. But I choose to treat that person a certain way. I was thinking it's kind of focusing on the, the, the theme of Lent, Fasting, prayer, almsgiving. It's a reminder about almsgiving. The way we treat the person around us. The way we give of our time, of our talent, of our treasure to make the difference in the person around us. What motivates us to do this? Is it a rule that God commanded me, thou shalt not be mean? Or maybe it's a relationship with a loving father of mine that moves me to treat my brother the way he would. That would remind me of how much my brother means to him. That would remind me of the worth that my brother has, even if I don't know his name. The worth he has in the sight of my father, I will treat him differently. And my father, who sees him and loves him, who sees me and loves me, will receive the gesture of mine as if done to him personally. May we be reunited, re renewed in our awareness of how God has worked in our own lives, how God is at work in and around us, and what is the love behind everything we do? The, the love that we are called to experience and to share in all that we do. It's actually worth, and I'll finish with this, it's a, it's a difference between philanthropy, when you do nice things because you want to be a nice person, to love. You love the person you try to touch. It's like you give the $5 or whatever to the person on the street because it's the right thing to do. Well, that's nice. Or you love the person on the street and you show that person love. I hope you catch the difference. It's a deeper level that the Lord is trying to show us. And it begins with our intimacy with God himself first, which then radiates to how we treat our brothers and sisters. Amen? Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, pray, pray for us. Pray.